Support for NPR and the following message come from IXL Learning. IXL Learning uses advanced algorithms to give the right help to each kid, no matter the age or personality. Get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when you sign up today at IXL.com NPR. Today on the State of Ukraine, scaled back celebrations in Russia for a military holiday. I'm Greg Dixon. Victory Day is an annual holiday in Russia, marking the Soviet Union's victory over Nazi Germany in World War II. And for the second year in a row, the war in Ukraine is hanging over the traditional holiday parade on Red Square. NPR's Moscow correspondent Charles Maines watched the event and told Steve Inskeep what was missing this year. Well, you know, the ceremony on Red Square intentionally echoes the grand Soviet military parades of the past. Uh, yet this year's event seems somewhat muted, I would say. There were just a few international leaders in attendance. There were fewer troops, fewer tanks and missiles on display than, say, last year. Hmm. Uh, perhaps because of the questionable optics of using the best of what Russia has in a televised parade while actual combat is going on in Ukraine. Now, as he did last year, Putin drew direct parallels between the Soviet victory in 1945 and Russian forces battling what he called a cult of Nazism today. Uh, in fact, there were soldiers and military families from the current military campaign in the audience, and Putin addressed them directly. So here Putin tells them there's nothing more important than their combat duty today and that they're fighting for the future of the Russian people in the country. And it's worth pointing out that even before the war in Ukraine, some Russians were highly uncomfortable with the way Putin has politicized this holiday in general. But amid the fighting in Ukraine, there's real concern that these comparisons with World War II undermine legitimate pride in the Soviet defeat of Nazi Germany, a war effort, I remind you, that took more than 20 million lives. Yeah. What was security like, given that Russia says there were drone attacks on the Kremlin the other day? Well, it's never loose, but security was tighter this year, in part because of these drone incidents, uh, over which there's still a lot of questions as to what actually happened. We just don't know. Uh, what we do know is there were already concerns over safety amid the holiday. Uh, nationally, authorities scrapped ceremonies in which Russians honor family members who died in World War II by marching with pictures of them through the streets. Uh, now, formally, that decision was made due to security concerns, but again, you, know, you have to wonder about the optics of Russians carrying pictures of dead soldiers, uh, particularly as there's this intense debate over the real numbers of casualties in Ukraine. Well, let's talk about that. Do you get any sense of how Russian leaders, insiders feel about the way the war is going in Ukraine? Well, this holiday, uh, it comes as we see top Russian military figures, not for the first time, at each other's throats. Uh, in particular, the head of the main Russian mercenary force, the Wagner Group, has in recent days publicly laid into the defense minister over a lack of ammunition and other issues. And again, it just plays this contrast between past and present. You know, World War II is this story of incredible sacrifice that affected nearly every family in the Soviet Union, including, I might add, uh, Ukrainian families. Sure. And it's a story we know ended in victory. The war in Ukraine, however, is a story of a military campaign where the military has so far struggled to achieve its goals. And it's a story you know, whose conclusion still seems very much in doubt. NPR's Charles Maines is in Moscow. And Charles, I'm glad you're there. Thanks very much for your insights. Thank you. Thanks for listening to The State of Ukraine from NPR News. Please come back for more on the war and its impacts around the world. This message comes from NPR sponsor Viore, a new perspective on performance apparel. Clothing designed with premium fabrics, built to move in, styled for life. For 20% off your first purchase, go to viore.com NPR. 
Support for NPR and the following message come from IXL Online. Is your child asking questions on their homework you don't feel equipped to answer? IXL Learning uses advanced algorithms to give the right help to each kid, no matter the age or personality. One subscription gets you everything. One site for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And NPR listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com NPR. It's a high-stakes election year, so it's not enough to just follow along. You need to understand what's happening so you are fully informed come November. Every weekday on the NPR Politics Podcast, our political reporters break down important stories and backstories from the campaign trail so you understand why it matters to you. Listen to the NPR Politics Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.